Before I jump into this episode, I just want to take a minute to say thank you to all of you who have been listening and supporting this podcast. The kind messages on Instagram, the reshares and the follows, it's all incredibly encouraging and I can't express to you enough how much I appreciate the support. So, honestly, thank you. In this episode, I talked to Sarah Cano, who specializes in colored microrealism. She works at the Ink District in Amsterdam, where over the last few years she has devoted herself to her craft. Sarah first discovered her artistic passion through painting and drawing, and continues to create these beautiful pieces when she's not tattooing. What's amazing to see is how her experience in painting, it comes through in her tattoos. You can tell that she was an artist first, who discovered tattooing, and it was a perfect fit. You can find Sarah's work on Instagram at Sarah underscore Kano. My name is Jake Berry, and this is The Fine Line. Obviously, it's so nice to finally meet you. You're doing a lot more color, I feel like, these days, right? That's primarily yes. what you're doing. Yes, exactly. And in the beginning, I started with like um, fine lines mm-hmm. um, because I, I had to learn tattooing. <laughs> uh, so the studio, so in district where I first uh, went to, uh, they were like, yeah, you can, you're like beginner artist. So you have to do fine line first and grow into that. And then after you can decide what you want to do. But I knew from the beginning, I really want to do microrealism. Uh but it was like in, in the beginning, it was pretty hard in a way for me. And but the guys of the studio were like super um, supportive. So they really helped me a lot through like the, the whole process of it. Giving like as many customer in the beginning, you know, for just the fine line stuff so I could learn faster. And so it went. Yeah, this is it went pretty, pretty fast like that, actually, for at least in my perspective, I don't know, maybe for some people they go even faster, but for me it was like, wow, thank you. Well, how long have you been here. tattooing? I think now has been almost three years with the corona times, and because that really flew, you know, the, the times that we were in lockdown. But, yeah, and I started here at the studio that I'm uh, now working uh, because before I always tried to get an apprenticeship, uh, before living here, I was living in Italy, in Milan. And I wanted to start tattooing since then, because uh, it was like, uh, I really want to do something with my skills in a way. I mean, more with like the painting and drawing and illustrations. So I always tried to do in the beginning, just like paintings and try to make my way out of it but it was not working at all because the painting industry is like super there are so many great artists you know so then my friend was like oh maybe you can like do tattooing and I was like no <laughs> that's not for me I said and he was like no no you should really try it and you make good money because of course that's also very important uh, so I was like, okay, maybe I will, I will give it a try. So then I tried in Italy to get an apprenticeship for like um, two years or something. Like I, I went everywhere I could, but no one accepted me because they said I was more um, like 
into the painting, not really tattooing, and they really wanted me to do designs and art for tattoos, but that was not my thing. But then, in the meantime, I had seen all these great artists, like, um, I don't know, in the beginning, I think I saw, like, the guy Oscar Akermo. It was like my f- my first, the first person I discovered into this whole micro-realism stuff. And then I saw from Korea, Soul Tattoo. So I, and I, I was like so in love. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm such a big fan. <laughs> and from that, I, I told to the, uh, my friend, which advised me to start tattooing, uh, maybe I can do something like this, I said. And he was like... Um, yeah, this is cool, but it's not going to work for here because Italian style is different. It's more rough and more like black work and stuff. So it didn't work there. So then I gave up. And after those years that I tried there, I moved to Holland with my boyfriend because uh, he's Dutch. And I was like, OK, I'm going to try it one more time. <laughs> and in the beginning, we were living in a different city. I went to every tattoo studio there is in that city (laughs) and uh, not everyone accepted me. There was just uh, one girl who was like, okay, you can uh, come like if you want to start here to like practice. She let me be there for some time and I was practicing uh, on like synthetic skin, on myself, on her and whoever people we could find. But it was not really going. So after I was like, okay, I I need to do something, you know, I need to really start like doing, I don't know, searching more studios or drawing more and painting more because it was really stuck, the whole process. And um, back then I was also working in like restaurant because I really needed some money. And then my boyfriend was like, uh, maybe you can search more studios, etc. But then we came in contact with like in district. They were like, uh, I, like I showed them my work and they were like, okay, you can start here as a beginner artist if you'd like. Uh, like your work is not good, but you know, you, you can teach here. You can, you can learn here more about tattooing. And so this is how it went. So... You know, like tattooing is such an amazing, it's such a great way for an artist to make a living. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? And yeah, like you said, like being a painter or being, you know, being an artist um, or and taking a different route, it's so difficult to make a living. Um, it can be yeah. so difficult to, you know, make a career out of that because like you said, it's oh, so yeah. competitive and it's really hard to stand out as an artist in, in other mediums. Um, definitely. Like I always tell people, whenever I come across another artist, I always like... I. I more times than not I would say to them like you should check out tattooing you should you should at least like mm-hmm. you know see if it if you're interested in it because it's such an amazing way to uh, <laughs> honestly I do the same <laughs> do you do the same thing yeah yeah yes it's it's perfect you know like you can like there's this thing uh at least with painting and illustrations or maybe graphic design you can make a living out of it but Still, where can you like fully express yourself, you know, and still um, make a good living? Like, because it's important, you know, at the end of the day, we can say, oh, art <laughs> it should not be about the money and this. But if you want to do it forever, <laughs> you, you have to also think about that part. 
So um, with like painting, for example, I, I still love it. It's like my first love, you know, I can never give it up. But when it comes to like, do I really want to make this like my full-time job? I don't want it to be my job like ever because then I paint just to make the money, you know, I will paint for other people, etc. But with tattooing, it's different, I think, because you are in contact with a person, you're doing something for them, you're like really uh, giving a part like of your art to them. And it's so much nicer because it's going to be with them forever and it's not just a painting in the wall. It's like forever on their skin. And I think this is what makes it so much more meaningful in, in my perspective. So this is why whenever there are, I have like customers are like, oh, I always, I also draw. And I'm like, really? Have you, have you thought about that? Start tattooing. You should, <laughs> you should really consider it. Yeah. You know? Well, I think because it's like, it's obviously changed, it's changed my life. You know, it's, um, it's mm-hmm. such a powerful way to, like you said, express yourself as an artist and still make a living. And uh, geez, like what an incredible thing, you know, that yeah, uh, could be very rare for artists. And it's like, you know, there's a term struggling artist for a reason, because it's hard. It's hard to be an artist in in a world that's <laughs> getting more expensive and, <laughs> you know, and um, it's very it could be very difficult. But so that's why I just I think it's so amazing. And like in the simplest way to describe it, we do get paid to just show up every day and draw pictures. Like how amazing exactly. is that? <laughs> it's know? really like the goal, I think. Yeah, it doesn't get any people. better than that. No, not at all. And um, I, you know, especially artists nowadays, they have really brought that wing into a different level than how it was before. Because um, at least how I remember it when I was like 16, so years ago, you did not have this kind of tattoos, you know, everything was just so ugly. <laughs> yeah, I would, I hated tattoos. I was like, I never gonna get one. <laughs> I really didn't like them. But then when you see all these new kind of people, you know, with different backgrounds and uh, most of them, they have been drawing forever and then they enter the industry and it's like, wow, <laughs> it's a completely different level. And even those people that never liked tattooing now are, are like, uh, maybe I, I want to get one, you oh, know? Oh, absolutely. No, it's incredible. I mean, even my uh, my father-in-law um, is 76, and he just got his f- first tattoo. I just I gave him his first it. tattoo. <laughs> I think <laughs> and, I saw it on, on the Insta story. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. And that's a it great example so of someone who... He would have never gotten a tattoo in the past, you know? He's lived yeah, his whole yeah. life without ever wanting a tattoo. He never even considered it. And uh, now all of a sudden... And he just texted me the other day, and he said, I think I'm hooked. I want another one. <laughs> so, that's uh, how it starts. <laughs> that's how it starts, yeah. But that's... Like you're saying, there's all these incredible new types of tattooing, you know, and these uh, amazing artists that... They're that. Yeah. They're artists that are coming into this industry, bringing their um their artwork and like you know themselves into these pieces and now all of a mm-hmm. sudden you're like what is possible is almost limitless you know it's like you can see exactly. all these amazing new tattoos and new styles and it's so it's changing and constantly getting better like 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, <laughs> you start you start seeing these new artists on Instagram and like I was the same. I saw these artists and I was like, whoa! I didn't know that was possible in a tattoo. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. And it yeah. obviously then kind of like opened up a world for me as well mm-hmm. of, you know, wanting to dive into these, like what, what else could be done in these tattoos. It doesn't have to be what you've seen before. Um, Definitely. But yeah, I think like, you know, including yourself and like what you're bringing to it is just amazing. And you can tell when you're looking at your work, you're you're an artist first. You know, you're not mm. you're not providing a service. You're you're providing artwork and. Um, it it definitely comes across in, in your work. It does. Oh, um, but you. obviously you have a background in art. You have a, it, it's very clear that you know what you're doing and, and Those, you're very, yeah, very that, good. Yeah, that part. Yeah. But I wish, uh, like I always um, wanted for like, since I can remember to do like art school uh, when I was younger and my parents never allowed it or like, you're never going there. <laughs> So I did something completely different, actually. And when I started tattooing, um, I never, I didn't tell them in the beginning because my my family is very like close-minded and stuff. So it was, uh, I just started by myself. I went to tattooing. I became a tattoo artist. And after they understood what I was doing, you know. How was that for you, having to hide that from them? (laughs) It was okay because I was living by myself since like 17 so I I talked with my family like about normal stuff you know daily stuff but I never gave them too much explanation about what I was doing and whatever so um it it was a bit lonely in the beginning you know because I was just by myself everywhere but um I had few friends that were always like encouraging and like you have to keep going keep going keep going and honestly I had to do it like I had to to start with making money and because I, I really I needed to live back then <laughs> and I was uh, providing for myself and uh, so I was like okay there is no other way or I do it or I make it I cannot fail you know so this is why I kept trying and actually it really paid out big time so I cannot complain I'm just very yeah very grateful I I never really gave up on it so you didn't go to art school or any you didn't go to like study art in college or anything like that oh no 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 I wish so you're just a complete you just have taught yourself how to paint and draw and everything yeah well when I was little um I always like drew and painted and painted and it for example, in my high school, they all knew it, so I was always doing like the school, the the works for the school, whatever they, you know, whatever they gave me in that time. So really, you know, small things, uh, but it kept me, it kept this other side of me, so the artistic side, always more alive. And by myself, I was always drawing, so it's really just a hobby for me, you know. Wow. I cannot say it's my work. Do you think that that has like allowed you to maintain a passion for it? You know, like sometimes if you go to school for something that you love, it almost ends up working against you. Do you know what I mean? You almost like end up not liking it. Definitely, because I had some friends from uh, the what we have in my country. It, it's called like the, the music school, which is actually the art school. And all the people I 
new back then who were doing the art school no one of them is doing anything now with art you know and i'm like maybe it was for the best that no one allowed me to go there it just it was really like you know meant to be like that so now i'm like that probably also helped me you know to really discover this other side of myself and uh, go for i what i never thought of doing before and yeah it's just it comes out you know every time it's not like how can i say like passion is one thing you know but i think it's more like devotion like doing it all the time um that's what really makes a difference you know yeah well i love your i love your paintings and thank you um, i just think they're so i think they're so great I'm looking at one of them right now, the last one you posted, and like the way you can play with light and everything is is so it's so great. Yeah. Would you ever want to tattoo your own paintings or have you tattooed your own painting? Yeah. No, not like I like my paintings but uh not as much I think as I I want to like them <laughs> because uh you know like I follow a lot of uh, great painters on Instagram and other platforms. And when I see those, <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, I, this is the level I want to reach, you know. But the thing is, um, to bring painting into tattooing, it's like uh, your own paintings, I mean. It's a lot of work because just the coming up with the idea the thing is like with especially in the painting you can you know also like um reproduce things like i mean paint from references and pictures and um live let's say stuff like landscapes and stuff but it's like in the art industry of paintings uh, you have to make a difference, you know, and you can be as much skillful as you want and be the best in like the skills, but you have to bring something different because everyone is skillful <laughs> mm -hmm, in that mm -hmm. in that area. But I mean, and isn't that a... similar with tattooing? Yes, definitely. And this is why I was thinking, how can I <laughs> make a difference? Like yeah. all this time, I have not been that... Uh, productive in a way mm -hmm. because i'm constantly experimenting here <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, background yeah. with stuff and it's hard you know it's really hard to like find something so putting painting into tattooing it's definitely a lot of work but i think if i keep doing it uh, maybe something comes out of it i'm not sure yet yeah so we'll we'll just see well, like, how was the transition from, like, when you started tattooing and um, did you find it to be so different than painting? Or do you feel like that the techniques that you've used in painting have somewhat translated into your tattooing skills or your tattooing techniques? I think how I see it is the same, like, same basis, same everything. It's just a different kind of brush that I use. But tattooing is uh, easier in a way for me, at least because um, you have it all ready, you know, the stencil and you just have to copy it. And the hardest part for me is to really um, do the copying part because in painting, I try 
get the reference, for example, like a picture or something, but then do it different because if you do it the same, what's the meaning, you know, then you just keep the picture instead, don't, don't just do the painting. So I really try to like come or with a different kind of uh, brush stroke or different kind of how to paint it. Uh, but with tattooing, you just have to like copy it, you know, yeah, <laughs> you just yeah, have yeah, to yeah. reproduce it. <laughs> so I'm like, while I'm tattooing, I always put this uh, audiobooks on your phones while I'm listening to these audiobooks that keeps me calm, you know, it's like, okay. Just copy it. Don't think too much about it. Because then once you start thinking, it's like, oh, it's getting boring. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you don't think too much about it, you are able to do it. And <laughs> it goes faster that way. Obviously, working with skin is uh, brings a whole new set of challenges than working on a canvas. You know, a canvas doesn't get irritated <laughs> and Definitely. it doesn't get red and angry so um obviously like you know having to work with skin it could it could be complicated especially in my experience especially with color like i find anytime i try to work with color i've i've found that the skin obviously gets a little more irritated Mm -hmm. than if you're just working with black and gray yeah in that in this way i mean in, in the really the technical way of it yeah maybe it's more you it's it's different way different you know than painting because you're of course you're using a different um, canvas in a way but uh these problems i had like the first year it was so stressful oh my god because you have to really understand the skin you know what i mean like how to work it out all of it uh but now i have to say it it's like it's it's getting easier, you know. The more you practice, you know, the more you it you go with the feeling of it instead of trying to understand how to do it and when to stop and everything. Because every skin is different. At the end of the day, as much as I want everything to be like perfect and stuff, it's impossible. Every person is different, you know. Every skin is different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I personally find color to be very challenging and I have yet to find my way with color. Um I don't know if I I don't know if I I think I would like to try to get better at it. But I really uh-huh. enjoy doing black and gray. I think that's like kind of where my heart is, you know. Yeah, so you know, it's like I think if you really enjoy it, just keep doing it because with me, for example, I tried the fine lines, I tried black and gray and black and white and everything. And I, you know, I liked it in the beginning because it was new, but then I didn't anymore. It became very boring for me. So then when I did color and now that I'm still doing it, it, it never gets boring, you know, I really look forward to it. And I think that's less the important thing. What inks are you using when you're working with color? Um, I used, I think I've tried everything, but my, what I stuck with, like what I really liked were the intense ones. Intense. So the, the brand intense is yeah. really great. Nice. Um, but the thing is now in Europe, the colors are not legal anymore. So right. we cannot buy it anymore. So it's becoming a bit difficult. And the only colors I have left from like what I've bought the running time out. ago, <laughs> yeah, 
and I have some eternal also left uh, and now I'm using those and yeah. actually like the pigment in those it's amazing mm-hmm. so but it has to be more um, diluted so with water and stuff because it's quite thick and this is why I really like the intense ones because it's it's the perfect consistency. You know? Do you sorry? Do you mix your colors like um, if you wanted to like? Would you just use like primary colors and start mixing them, or do you like buying specific colors for what you're doing? No, I actually always mix. I like with the intense. I've bought a few, you know, in between. So like different tones of colors about the gray, uh, green, or whatever. But <laughs> Uh, I like to mix it because it's easier that way for me. It's like painting. So even if you buy those other different shades, uh, you can never find, I think, something that maybe serves you right in the moment. So, you know, either way you have to do a mix once in a while. So I was like, I would rather work more with primary colors and then mix in the process. But on the other side, that takes a bit longer because you have to constantly clean the needle and so it really depends you know also by the kind of tattoo the tattoo of the or the design that you're doing yeah the other thing that makes me wonder is like if you ever had to do a touch-up on that piece there's no way of knowing what color how you got to that color do you know what i mean so it's like you'd almost kind of have to be trying to match it again just but i guess which would work fine right yeah i it does because mostly I work, you know, with skin tones a lot. Um, so in a way, I I can see you know what I've mixed when when I see the tattoo healed. But usually in these color pieces, um, it's you know it's for me it's mostly like the black and white pieces where I had to do a retouch because the colors are like super solid. You oh, know? good, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. So in that way, I I don't really have an issue. That's good, yeah. Mm, but I, I can understand what you were saying, that, yeah, sometimes you yeah, don't... Yeah. What shade was that again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you use one machine for color and black and gray, or do you kind of switch around machines? Have you found that one machine can work best for both? Yeah, I... Right now I work with the Cheyenne, the Unlimited. And I really like... I just use it for everything, actually. Lines, color, black and gray... Uh, and before I was working with the bishop and that also worked pretty well for me uh, but it was just annoying because of the cable so after some time you get a bit irritated out of it but I usually just use one machine for everything I think that's becoming more normal there are some artists even now at my studio that use like the coil machines like the Dan Cuban and stuff but it's mostly for artists who do like thick lines or you no know, traditional and then I can understand you know that yeah it's it goes faster the whole work with it but if you want to do I think like I don't know color or realism or fine line this new let's say rotary machines are they are perfect they're incredible you know, you just, yeah you just need one for everything and they're, you're yeah. done with it yeah they are they are incredible and it's so handy having I mean, I think more and more people are getting these battery-powered machines now as well, which yes. is just uh, way better. It's amazing. You know, not having all these cables all over the place and you're tripping over everything. Yeah. Like when the Sonova was like um, in the market, I remember I bought it immediately because I yeah. was like, whoa, 
finally no cables around my neck <laughs> and it was great and actually it's it's like the whole process of tattooing just became so much easier and Absolutely. you could see it on my work you could see it on everyone's work you know was way better so really thankful for the technology these days <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah and it really like i you know i say this all the time so i probably sound like a broken record to people but like the technology that we're using now with tattooing has like opened so many doors for us as artists you know like Whoa, we can yes. now like do i feel like so much more than what was able to be done in the past um Definitely. so it's yeah it's i just think it's incredible to um you know like the the I, I always wonder like what's next you know like what's the next thing that we're gonna get that's yeah. <laughs> just that that like groundbreaking piece of technology for tattooing i don't know oh, i honestly yeah. am scared i'm got i'm starting to believe that <laughs> we're gonna be replaced by robots <laughs> they're just gonna like have robots tattooing people and there's gonna be no need for humans anymore well you never know <laughs> like uh, i mean it's a possibility, you know. I think, but I, saw, I, think, yeah, I think I saw someone posted about a robot doing a tattoo. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a bit, it's going too fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, as much as a robot can replace us, I think we are yet the best piece of technology <laughs> on this planet. That's true, so, yeah, that's true. So uh, we have it all, you know, balanced out, I think. Creativity and skills and one or the other. <laughs> so it's... I don't think we're going to get uh, out of the out of the <laughs> industry yet. You know? I hope not. I hope not. Oh my gosh! Do you have any plans to travel um, this year, or go and do any guest spots or anything? Um, you have no idea. Oh really? <laughs> like, I'm. I always, you know, one of the also the reasons why I want to tattoo was to travel because it was like the perfect opportunity to work everywhere, you know. So. But the thing is, I don't want to travel alone. And uh, since before before I became a tattoo artist, it was like the period, um, I think like two years or three years before I became a tattoo artist, I met my boyfriend. And since then we have done everything together, like we have grown together, you know. And um, the plan was for us to also travel together. So now in a way uh he's still a bit stuck with his job that he's doing here in holland but he's working on uh starting his own thing his own business and stuff in the meantime so i'm just waiting for him (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm waiting for him to also be free so then we can plan all these trips together and this is why i don't really travel um because because this is like the yeah, main reason yeah, of, of course, course. Yeah. so when <laughs> i hope it's going to be very soon <laughs> yes yeah i don't, i hope it's not going to take that long but uh once he has it all figured out then finally i'm free <laughs> would you like to like stay within europe or would you go to the states or canada no, i actually want to go everywhere <laughs> yeah. i want to go to asia i think oh, asia cool. it's like yeah. my my main goal in nice. the beginning Yes, I I really love all the Korean artists and now yes. Japan tattooing became legal in Japan also. So that's oh my god, that's really my dream to yes. go to Japan. <laughs> yes. So that I think that will be like the first destination, but you never know. Also, whatever comes, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. 
there are some Korean artists here now guesting and last night we were having dinner all together and I told them you guys how is it going are you how are you okay you know how is the work and everything and they were like yeah it's still illegal because I saw a tattoo artist that was doing like this cause of uh, be- making tattooing legal in Korea as art you know yeah uh, and I was like how did it go did it make it happen And they were like, no, they didn't accept Gosh. it. They were like, come on, even Japan, like, I know. wow, it's, I know. it's crazy. And yeah, they yeah. are like the best artists, you yes. know, like it's insane work. I know. Mm. And there's so many, there's so many tattoo shops all over, but they're all just yeah. uh, hiding, hid- hidden, I guess. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's oh very sad in a way. It is sad, yeah, it is. But there's a lot yeah. of tattoo, uh, Korean tattoo artists obviously trying to break out of Korea and go work somewhere else, you know, because yes. um, obviously, like, yeah, you don't <laughs> you don't get into tattooing as a hobby, do you? You know, you want it to be your career. You want it to be exactly. like a full-time job. And God, if exactly. you have to be hiding the whole time, that's just... It's crazy. And, you know, like the pressure as if tattooing already is not enough pressure. Know, right? yeah. And then you have to think, oh, my God, what if they catch me? <laughs> what if that? What if this? Yeah. It's really not uh, not nice, I think. I know, yeah. But have you ever have you traveled to those to like those countries? No, no, I've Asia? never been there. No, I would love to go to Korea. And I actually I really I really want to go to Japan. Um But, uh, yeah, no, I, I've never been. I would love to go. I've been to a, a lot of different European countries, and I've guested in mm-hmm. Europe a few times and stuff like that. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, which do you like more? Like, from the countries you have been? Oh. <laughs> Or do you like to work uh, more? <laughs> I have to say, like, the one that stands out to me the most, um, I think it's because it was, like, one of my, one of my first guest spots that I did that really... It, I think it changed my life and it changed my career mm-hmm. and changed my perspective. Um, it was just a very inspiring trip all around. It was I went to L.A. and uh, there was a shop. Um, have you heard of uh, Vader's Die in Germany? Yeah. So Vader's Die had a, a studio in L.A. Um, uh-huh. And... Uh, it's oh, no longer I there, thought... but it was there for a year or so. Oh. Yeah, uh, it closed okay. like right at the beginning of lockdowns, you know, for COVID and stuff. But anyways, Melina has a few shops in Germany. I've never been to, but I did go to that one in LA. Uh, I I hope they open up in LA again because it was a really beautiful shop, and they had some really great artists. I got to I got to meet and and be around. But I got, you know, that was kind of my first, that was kind of early on in my career. And I did a guest spot there with them. And it, it really did, like, I, I, I have to say, I think it changed a lot for me. So it was really cool. Really? I just, I'm such a fan of going and meeting other artists, you know, and going and <laughs> yeah. seeing other studios. And I just think it's so, it's so, you know, and so you can go, walk away feeling so inspired and learn so much. And, you know, um, especially like early on in someone's career, I think it's so uh It's just, it could be very impactful, you know? Yeah, definitely. And also in my perspective, it's the same. Like, you know, I, with all the kind of people I've met in my life, I think the part where I'm now with the group of people that I meet now, like you guys, like uh, other artists that mm-hmm. always come in the studio, it's 
you feel like it's your kind of people, you know, like you would really understand each other in a certain yeah. type of level that maybe with, uh, I don't know, friends I had before, it was never there, you know. Yeah. And yeah. now we have artists from all different backgrounds, like right. Chile or uh, Russia or Ukraine. And I'm from Albania, so it's like also totally different yeah, and yeah. Dutch people. And together, you know, every day we hang out so well, like yeah. we understand so well each other, despite the differences on the culture and everything. And that's like the most inspiring part for me. It's yes. like, whoa, it's so cool. Yeah. You know, you are different, but not different. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. And there's something so amazing when you get into a room of people and everyone is really passionate about the same thing. You know, exactly. because you can be talking to your friends or talk to your partner and, you know, so the they, same. they're happy for you. They're <laughs> excited for you, but they don't have exactly. that same, they don't share that same level of passion exactly. and excitement that you do about tattooing. So when you get around exactly. people that all have that feeling and they're all kind of buzzing in that same way. Mm -hmm. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. It's just, it's like lightning, isn't it? It's amazing, really. And like when this comes, it's like love comes in front of everything else love mm. for tattooing love for art love for creating if that's what connects you all the other things they just fall down you know yes, whatever yeah. differences you may have it doesn't matter at the end of the day and that's like it is the most beautiful thing you know and i think this is also the part that inspires me the most because for example in the studio, we, I have colleagues that they ju don't just do tattooing, you know, they are, are videographers, they do so much more stuff. And they try to incorporate it all, like record themselves tattooing or make something creative out of it. Um, and for me, it's like, whoa, I... You know, I may know the tattooing and the painting, but there is videograph. You know, there are so much, so many more things to help you create or express yourself way better, and how much you can learn from these yeah. people. And uh, it's really, it's crazy. You know, it's like oh, you guys, <laughs> wow, you have been doing this your whole life. It's amazing. <laughs> how many people do you have? Work, uh, how many people work at the shop with you? Um, I don't know. I think like. In total, maybe there are 10 or 11 artists. I'm, I'm not sure if okay. this is the correct number, but we have so many guest artists every every day. So it's it becomes a lot more than that at the end of the day. And most of the guest artists, they are really regular. So they are like part of the artist of the studio. So it's it's a lot of people, which keeps it good, you know, because I... You know, a lot of people ask me, oh, but do you think of opening your own studio sometime in the future? And I'm like, I don't know, because it's so fun here. You know? yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It never gets boring. And whenever you're having like maybe not the best day of your life, <laughs> you get in the studio and you forget everything. It's like, OK, <laughs> another fun day <laughs> and everyone is in good mood. It's, it's great. It's great. Yeah. See, I work. I, I, I worked by myself for uh maybe three years mm -hmm. and it's not that i didn't like that right but as soon as i started being around other artists i was like mm -hmm. okay i know that this is what i want now you know yeah so yeah, I, I i personally just prefer being in a community of artists i think that's uh not everyone's like that i know like some people mm -hmm. like being on their own mm -hmm. but 
I think the way that I work it's it's refreshing being around other artists definitely and you know it's like I think as artists you are kind of into more the introverted type of person so because you like you you like to express yourself into your art so you get with all your feelings and stuff and you like to be alone yeah but um I think as as a human being, you're supposed to be a social being, you know, so you it's really necessary to keep that balance, you know, between you and your own stuff, plus being with other people. And I think this is why tattooing is so perfect for me, at least in the studio with more artists, because you are there all together. But in the meantime, you are doing your own thing, you know, so everyone is working on their own ideas and their own stuff. And it's great. And also one of the best things is that I always ask for advice. I'm like, guys, what do you think about this design? (laughs) Because uh, how I see it, it's not like other people see it. And all perspectives matter at the end of the day. So it's always nice to... That is the best way to grow, is just to get feedback from other people. (laughs) Definitely. And uh, the guys in my studio happen to be very honest. (laughs) (laughs) When they think it's like shit, they're like, uh, what is this? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm that like, can oh, be thank tough. you. <laughs> thank you. No, I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, everyone needs that. Everyone needs that. Yeah. No, that's good. That is, And that is the best way. Like I said, that's the best way to grow. But what you said is very true. Uh, it's very interesting as well how it's quite common for artists to be introverted or like maybe quiet or, yeah. or maybe not know how to put, this, th- put themselves out there in a way that would benefit them Um, but tattooing there's so many different aspects to tattooing one of them being having a social aspect you know you have to be able to deal with a client and uh, talk to them (laughs) and and collaborate with them and and Mm -hmm. go over ideas and hear their perspective and hear what they want Mm -hmm. to do and uh, you could be a really great artist and if you don't know how to like work with a person Uh, that could be really challenging. So I think that with a lot of artists, there's like things like that that you have to learn along the way. Did you find those things Mm -hmm. challenging at all? Like when you first started tattooing, as before you could paint and there was no one that you had to deal with, you know? And then all of a sudden you start having to deal with these people that have to... Yeah. For me, at least, that was actually... It was... Maybe it sounds weird, but it was very helpful because um, I'm, I think I'm quite an overthinker. (laughs) So when I get into the painting, um, I always think these hundred possibilities of how it can be done. And at the end, in my head, it gets so mixed up, all of it. And I end up maybe with something completely different of what I thought in the beginning. But in tattooing, when you work with someone, uh, you have to come 50-50, you know? So it's like, uh, you have, of course, they have to like it, but you also have to like it. So it be, be, you have, you make a good job, you know, out of it. Um, and this made it so much easier because I'm like, this is not only about me, you know? It's not only about what I like, how I want it. It's about also what the person wants, you know? And because it's bigger than me, um, it makes it easier. Like, I don't think too much about it. I'm like, okay, we're going to talk well what you want. So I understand it very clearly. And then I'm going to tell you what can be possible um, in your, you know, your wishes. And 
technically and everything else, you know, composition-wise and whatever. And then we can come up with something. And this first developed my social skills. Yes. <laughs> it made me a better person overall. <laughs> uh, my communication skills. Um, also, like, business-wise, also negotiation yeah. skills. And uh, so much more, you know, also creativity and seeing how other people see it in their perspective and incorporating this into your work. And such a most enjoy like I enjoyed so much more this process of it instead of doing it all by myself, <laughs> like the idea composition this and that, and you know in like the in in the art field you have this um, kind of this idea of what an artwork should be like, which I don't think should be like that, but. It's it's like you have to do it yourself, you know. You have to do everything yourself. The composition. Um, this is when you are making an original art piece, an original painting, and if you just uh, get it from a reference, which is also okay, um, it's good. Like it's a very good painting and everything. But if you want to make something extra, like something new and innovative and stuff, you you have to make it yourself. And I think this puts so much pressure in all the artists because it's it makes you all think so much, you know, and overthink. Like, am I good enough? What am I doing? Uh, is this good? Is this not good? Yeah, um, yeah. Am I copying? Am, it's it's very, you know, it's so mixed up and confusing. And with tattooing, I think that's super easy. It's like... <laughs> This all this part remains inside, you know, and you're like, okay, it's just me and my customer, and I, my job at the end of the day is, of course, to make him happy. Yeah. Uh, but also make myself happy because yeah. I get energy out of it, you know. Of course, you're you're giving like a piece of your art, but I feel so much energized when I'm done with that one. Like, oh, okay, let's go for another <laughs> round. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm the opposite. As soon as I finish the tattoo, I'm like. <laughs> I could fall asleep right now. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm just exhausted. As soon as I'm wow. done tattooing, I'm, I'm re- I lay on the floor when I get home. <laughs> wow! Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. But I think I think so that's I think more so. Is different. I think that's more, uh, not so much like I because I love it too. You know, like I I, mm-hmm. I know that feeling you're talking about. I get that. Uh, but yeah, no, I just I get so tired. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think what you're saying oh, is man. very interesting, and it kind of it it makes me think about how artists in general can have a lot of uh, insecurities and self doubt, you know. <laughs> and I think like, <laughs> yeah, when you're, definitely yeah, especially when you're trying really hard to to like provide the best possible tattoo that you could do you know Mm -hmm. i think it's very easy to get down on yourself and be very hard on yourself and like one thing i know i notice a lot of people i talk to a lot of tattoo artists um especially doing these podcasts and a very similar thing a very similar i don't know vibe that i pick up on is this like almost imposter syndrome you know like where it's like i don't i don't belong here you know i don't deserve to be here i like i I'm not yep. <laughs> good enough, you know, I'm not like, what yeah. am I, like, why are these clients coming to me and not someone else, you know? I have that a lot, actually. <laughs> it's like, do you feel that way? Oh, yes. It's like, yeah. after every tattoo I do, uh, I look at it and I'm like, oh, I could have done so much better. <laughs> what happened? You know, yeah. where did I go wrong? Why right. did I do it like this? 
But you know what's so interesting is if you looked at that tattoo and it was someone else's work, you'd be like, oh my God, that's amazing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, for example, I don't know, I I looked at uh, the hand that you had done, you know, like you made a tattoo of a hand. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) Oh, wow. Thank you. This is great. And some days ago, I did a hand, a hand tattoo. Yes, yeah. Not the same size and composition. It was way smaller, but I was Uh like, oh my God, I could have done so much better (laughs) now that I see your tattoo, you know? Oh God. Or or with like, but it's something I think that uh, it's very hard. And the more you try to not think like this, the more you think like this, you know? Yeah. And so at this point, I'm like, whatever, I... Maybe the idea comes there in my head, but I try not to stick too much with it because then you, you'll get crazy yeah. if you continue like that. But I think everyone, yeah, of course. everyone has that. Everyone has it, yeah. And But I do think it's so... Um, I think there's something that would like... How do I say this? I feel like there are ways to deal with those those feelings that like I think every artist has. You know, one, one mm-hmm. thing is like... Um, is like that I try to do I like you know like I said if if I looked at that piece on Instagram if I was scrolling Instagram and I came across that piece what would Mm -hmm. I think the first thing I would think and like you know I don't scroll on Instagram and start critiquing everyone's work Mm -hmm. ever you know that's not that's just like I I'm really not that way I I, if I scroll on Instagram I usually just am like that's so cool you know yeah I love that (laughs) that's amazing and uh, it's to like see your work as if it's not your own and you like start to appreciate your work more and start to like you know appreciate where i think it's so important to appreciate where you are you know definitely and i kind of do that every year where at the end of the year i always look back and i'm like okay where am i at now Mm -hmm. as opposed to where i was at the beginning of the year and how much progress have i made and i'm usually happy with that you know and uh because it, it, it's so easy to just like continue to get down. Definitely. But. And you know, that's also, it comes to being grateful and, you know, all, all like the basic of, uh, let's say, gratitude and stuff, like what you were saying, because, uh, yeah, you forget it. You know, you, you don't notice it, that you are not doing it to your yeah, own self. Exactly, not yeah. to other people, just you're, you are the, like the, the worst judge of yourself. <laughs> you are, yeah. At the end of the day, and what you're saying is very true. Like, I have my boyfriend who is like all the time, just shut up, please. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. telling me constantly <laughs> when I'm like not complaining, but I'm like, well, I, I could have made this better, you right. know. And he was like, shut up, just yeah. don't talk anymore. <laughs> and yeah. because he says that, then it makes me think, uh, like, how I was at the beginning of the year and what I'm doing now. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you know, you should right take credits for that and be a bit proud of yourself sometimes Mm. but yeah i mean it is good to obviously it's always good to want to be better you know there's nothing wrong with that and uh no no that's that's uh, what that's how you keep growing you know and if you stop if you stop uh (laughs) you stop being like uh, an artist i think an artist is always about change and making new things this is why you are called a creator (laughs) absolutely to constantly create so yeah i think it's amazing to hear and like you know like i said when you talk to these artists and they're so amazing all you know all we do when we look at these people's work we just think oh my god how how do i do that you know how how Mm -hmm. do they do that and how can i do that you know and uh, and 
it's so interesting that everyone is having that conversation with themselves. You know, everyone, everyone. is having that internal battle. <laughs> everyone. Yeah, and, so. you know, I've met so many great artists, like, especially like Korean artists that have uh, visited us to the studio. And when I tell them, oh my God, you guys, I, how do you do it? Yeah. And they were like, us? How, how do you do it? Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yes, and then yeah. you realize that, yeah, at the end of the day, no matter how good you are, you all have it, you know? And that's okay. I think this is where you be- break the ice. <laughs> and it's like, okay, maybe we are the same. In that we're level all human. Of like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. we're, all just, we're all just trying, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, so, yeah. this, has been, this has been really great uh, getting to, to meet you finally and uh, getting to hear your perspective on, on tattooing and how you got into it and your background. It's, it's uh, very inspiring. Um, so same. I think... I think it's really great as well to see, I think it's refreshing to see mm-hmm. um, a tattoo artist who also expresses and shares their work online of other mediums, you know, painting, drawing. And um, it it has uh, definitely, like, I wish I drew, drew more. I wish I painted. Uh, and I would love to. I, I kind of, it's in my head that like when i retire i'm just gonna start painting and i'll be like that crazy old mm-hmm. painter that, like, <laughs> you know that's, uh, a, that's a good way of saying it but you for example you make also music sometimes or not well i i used to i it's kind of oh. gotten away from me and it's not so much in my life anymore yeah uh-huh. but I'm okay but with that. I, I have peace in that, yeah. you know? <laughs> okay, that's, that's good. <laughs> there's, there's so many other things happening. You know, I have a family and, um, yeah. you know, the business and just running a studio. It's a lot. It could be a lot, yeah. But I'm very grateful for tattooing to keep me in that way, you mm-hmm. know? Because if I didn't have that, mm-hmm. I could see how I would lose my artistic side and just like get yeah. caught up in everything else you know so i'm very grateful for that but i do i do envy when i see people painting and drawing i, I do wish i did that more so i think it's we have time man it's <laughs> because <laughs> we have time wait till we also have a family that's it yeah we'll see. <laughs> yeah once we'll you have a toddler the time goes out the window <laughs> oh my but, god this is why I'm taking my time. Yeah, take your time. <laughs> First, I want to do things I want to do. And yes, then. yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But um, no, I mean, like, you know, just that, like what I was saying, I think it's really great to see what you're doing and uh, the pieces you're putting out are amazing. And like I said before, you can really see that you're an artist in your work. You know, it, it comes through. So um, thank you. Well, thank, thank you. you so much for inspiring me, guys, <laughs> especially like you and so many other artists, because like I've seen your work, you know, before I became more, I don't know, better in tattooing let's say and you know it's like people like you that keeps me going you know oh, thank and really you inspire so much. me so thank you <laughs> thank you that's very nice of you to say thank you yeah no i think it's just uh it's an amazing thing isn't it that we can inspire each other and and we can Definitely. all you know we can all encourage each other and i think that's what's yeah. that's what's so amazing so and i think that's what's amazing about this podcast and you know a lot of people mm-hmm. will listen to you and feel walk away feeling inspired so you're passing mm-hmm. that along so uh, thank oh, you for thank coming you. on and doing this with me. Same. Thank you so much for inviting me. I again, I was really shocked <laughs> when <laughs> when you texted me, but it, it was it was very very nice. So well, thank you again, Sarah. I hope to see you soon. Yes, you too. Take care. 
Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, if you're enjoying this podcast, please be sure to follow on social media and wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Spotify or Apple or Google. You can find me on Instagram at jankyjake underscore tattoos. And this page is at the underscore fine underscore line underscore underscore so many underscores. If there's a specific artist that you'd like me to have on the show, please feel free to send me a message and I'll see what I can do to get him on. Once again, my name is Jake Berry and this is The Fine Line.